kindness. You have everlasting love. Ah, no time is wasted with you. There's no time wasted with you. Because with you all things are possible. We say have your way today. Thank you for touching your people. And we declare that you are good. And your mercy endure forever. Speak Holy Ghost. That we'll never be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And if you love them, can you say amen? I want you to stay in the posture you are and go to Matthew 9. Matthew 9, and we're going to read verse 16 through 17. I'm speaking from the subject this morning, new wine, new wine. This morning, I don't want you to hear me as a man. I want you to hear me by the Spirit. God is conditioning you to contain his blessing. Jesus is the blessing. Somebody say Jesus is the blessing. And he wants to pour. But he's establishing wineskins so you can handle and contain what he wants to pour. It's time for us to contain what God wants to pour. There are things going on in the realm of the spirit. And, and, and when, when we say that, I know some say it generally, but I want you to understand anytime there's a shift in the person that you're becoming, there's a transition. There's seasons of shifts. And you have to discern your shift. When you discern your shift, listen, listen, because you can miss your shift. When you miss your shift, you have to continue to conduct yourself year by year the same way because you didn't discern the moment. So I want you to hear me by the Spirit that when God calls for a shift, He's calling you to make decisions that you're not used to. Listen, you're not comfortable with because you're not used, you're no, you don't know this way. So what I'm doing this morning is pre pre preparing you to get your provisions ready because we're going away we've never been. Oh, Y'all gotta hear me. We're going away we've never been. So God is calling you to be prepared for where he's taking you so you can be flexible on the way. When there's an ending of a season, anytime there's an ending of a relationship, it hurts. <laughs> when there's an ending of an old thing, God revives you with a vision of the new thing. But how many of you know it's not always easy to do the new thing? Because you're not assured yet. The only assurance God allows you to have is in your spirit, man. He don't allow the assurance to come by your eyes. He don't allow the assurance to come by what you see. 
Y'all, I know it's, about, it's only about seven of you today. The rest of you are going to get it when you, another time. He, he makes assurance, but it's going to come by the Spirit. He said, I'm, I'm teaching you to be assured in your spirit, man, and you're going to see the manifestation as you walk. So, so many of you this morning is going to be a revelation to you. Because I'm making you assured in the spirit, yet you don't see it by your eyes. But if you're not careful, the enemies around you, the people around you, it won't look wise. It won't look. So I'm going to speak to you because where I have to take you, I'm taking you here to deliver you out of where you've been into the promise that I promised you. Can you say amen? Somebody say new wine. Matthew 9, 16, 17. No one puts a piece of unstrung cloth on an old garment. For the patch pulls away from the garment and it tears and made worse. Nor do they put new wine into old wineskin. Or else the wineskin breaks and the new wine is spilled. And the wineskin is ruined. Or the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskin. Somebody say new wineskin. And both are pre preserved. Father, we ask you to speak this morning as I take a step back, as you take a step forward. If you don't speak, we have nothing to say. If you don't move, we have nothing to do. We put our total trust in you. In Jesus' name. If you love him, can you say amen? You may be seated. If y'all can turn me up just a, a bit, that'll work. We are in a time of determinants. Somebody say determinants. When God gives you, there are seasons where God allows you to do what you do and learn through the things that he knows that's in you. But there's a time that God allows a, 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 a revelation of, the, a, a, of wisdom and determinants so you can make the right decision. We're in the seasons of decision. Somebody say season of decision. Now, y'all know I don't talk like this, really, seasons and, 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 and all of that stuff. So there's something that God wants to pull out of you this morning. And I want you to understand that the, these determinants will determine the next factors of your life. Before, how many of you know nothing just happens? How many know nothing just happens? And God wanted his body to have preemptive understanding and have a pre-sight a foresight of things to come. That means you should never be late to the party. Come on, you, you, you should always be ahead of the game. You should be able to see things before they happen because you should have preemptive sight into the things that God is calling you into. Why? Without preemptive sight, you don't know what the adversary is bringing to the table. And so he shows you the weaponry of what the adversary desires before you even get there. And so you have to understand that God called you to have divine precept. Somebody say divine uh, uh, precept. Excuse me. Divine sight. Somebody say divine sight. Now, 
Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind that you may prove what is good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. I want you to understand in, in, in season, season shifts based on mindsets. It shifts on what? Mindset. God can never take you where your mind can't go. As a man thinketh, so is he. God has to deal with your mind before he can establish your outcomes of what he's calling you to become. Because even if he introduces it to you, your mind will always bring you back. This is the danger of only knowing the old you and not knowing enough the new you. Oh, y'all got to hear me. God always wants you to have a, a preemptive sight into who he called you to be so you can have a hope towards a, a, a future. I've given you a future, but I need you to see. Because without you seeing what I have for you, number one, you're going to always cast off the restraints of the vision that I gave you. And when you cast off the restraints, you're not going to keep the laws that govern where you're trying to go. So I want you to understand that God wants us to, to adhere to his precepts, adhere to his word, and, and, and ultimately love him. And what he wants to do is establish his word within us to build a wine skin so when he wants to do something, he's not restricted. He can flow freely. Somebody say flow freely. Which means he wants a free flow with you. Somebody say a free flow. How many of you know God wants a free flow with you? He don't want to be restricted. How many of you know sometimes we have that, that bow constrictor in us? You feel like doing something, but you don't do it. But there's a time that God is saying, hey, I need you to come into a free flow with me by the Spirit. Can you say amen? Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He's saying the, 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 the wineskin. God is establishing a new wineskin. Somebody say new wineskin. The new wineskin regimen. There's, there's a new wineskin regimen to hold, so you can hold the mode of your mind. A new wineskin regimen. So you learn to hold the mode. Somebody say hold the mode. Every level is a mode. And the, the mode is to stop you from repeat. How many of you are tired of repeating? You ain't got to raise your hand. Just, just, just raise your eyebrows. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the repeat. Because lessons not learned are repeated. And so when God establishes things in our life, I want you to understand he wants understanding out of everything that you're going through. But he not only wants you to understand out of what you're going through, he wants you to seek understanding for where he's taking you. Okay, uh, this is it. So there's a level that you come from out of Egypt and you, 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 you're distraught by what you're going through. But there's a place that you get comfortable with God that you learn to learn what he wants you to see forward. So he wants to see you through. To see the next dimension of where you're called to. That's what righteousness does. That's what what? Righteousness in you. This is why I know you, we're not awakened. You know how? You have nothing to shout over. Because most of the time when you're done going through what your problem is, 
you don't realize the shout wasn't just to come out, it's also to go in. Okay, I, I'm, I'm, we're we gonna come in the room. It's not, see, see, I go from always getting out and then I learn to go in. I learn to stop, stop being controlled by what's going on in my life to now controlling things that's going on in my life. Come on, I start learning to say yes and amen for my direction. So you have to understand, God has to give you a new wineskin. This old skin, this old wineskin, it's a recycle. It, it, it's, it, it, this, it's a system that keeps you stuck in a cycle. It's a system that keeps you stuck in a what? Cycle. How many ever had a record, a, a record player? You know that old record player uh, 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 um, that, that you sometimes people had to push like a quarter, yeah, uh-huh, to, to apply pressure, uh, and the pressure allowed the thing to work. Without the quarter sometimes, especially if they have cracks, the, the cracks caused it to, to, to repeat. And it don't stop until you apply. See, God knows sometimes we won't stop until he apply. Okay, we, we, we're going somewhere. I know that your cycle don't stop until I make you wonder what I'm doing. Sometimes we can be our worst enemies. How many of y'all know that? How many of y'all know we don't like change? We don't like too much change. You have to be spiritual to like change. And the reason why you have to be spiritual, because God has to give you a vision and a, rev a revelation in the vision for you to start loving change. Without it, the fear of change will overtake you. So what I want you to understand is as much as you're praying for liberty, it's not that easy. God knows that. Because even when we're preaching the word of God, don't ever think we're preaching you away from the devil. We're actually teaching you the knowledge of who Christ is. When people always talk about the devil as if that's the gospel, I know they don't know. Because if you knew God, you won't have to deal with it like that. It's not saying be ignorant. The Bible said to be ignorant of his devices. But that's not our focus. Our focus is Christ Jesus. Our focus is Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand in a season, you've got to know your seasons. Because if you miss your seasons, you miss the opportunity in the moment. So there are moments in seasons. Somebody say moments in seasons. There are moments in seasons that God is highlighting prophetic spiritual things in a moment. You have to catch, they cultivate those and learn to respond to it. I'm going to have to break this down just a little bit more. Somebody say a season. God wants us to be progressive. How many of you know, I know we sung the song, all his promises are yes and. I know we like to sing stuff like that all the time, but the problem with us is we still think God says no. Okay, I, I know, I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. Your problem is you think he still says no. Yet you sing that I was excited. I, I know I was excited, but I'm going to help you know why you should be excited. To us, he says yes sometime and he says no sometime. Some of you, I see you got scripture for me. I'm ready for you. I'm about to help you. There is nowhere in the Bible God, God says no like that. 
All his promises are and so what's the problem? Where's the no coming from? This is interesting because if nothing is in him, no, all of all the prom all somebody say all. All of the promises in Christ Jesus is yes. And you know what that means? That when I'm in Christ Jesus, there's no limit. There is there is no day that you're broken. There is no day that you have lack. There is no day that I'm losing. I'm always winning. Okay, I'm going to wake you up this morning. God called you to always win. Can you say amen? What did God call you to? To always win. That means that nowhere in Christ you should have language of losing. The problem is God has to address the body of why do they think of him that way that they can have the language of a loss. They can have a language of a loss, yet declare that they're in the spirit. They can have a language of the what? Of a loss, but what? Declare that they what? To God, there's a misapplication of something there. And that's not little, because how you represent him matters. How you what? And not only how you represent him matters, how you perceive him about you matters. Can you say amen? Somebody say yes and amen. That means that in the spirit, it's always yes. And it's always amen. Which means when I'm in the spirit, how many of you know, how many of God ever shared something with you and you felt like you, was, you, you can do that thing? How many of you ever felt like you can do that thing? It was a yes in your spirit, man. Now, how many of you, it took, uh, you, 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 now, you had yes on Monday, but by Wednesday, you wasn't too confident about your yes. How about Thursday, you needed a prophet to remind you what you said, what was said to you? How about Sunday, you needed a pastor to pray over you about what you heard? So the question is, this is the question. Did he say yes? And say no. Or was it your state? Was it your state that put you from a yes to your own no? What you have to understand about God is in the spirit, there is no limitations. And what's so good about the spirit realm, watch this. It also sets boundaries of how far you should go in accordance to the grace that he's given you. So you'll never go beyond what he's given you. That's why when people are even afraid to go beyond what they say they have, I know you don't understand where you are. Spirit language is totally different than we do this, this church stuff. Totally different. We can, we'll know things based on what you say. Because in the spirit, there's wisdom, there's knowledge, there's understanding, there's boundaries. The Bible said the love of God, it, it restricts you. It also brings a restriction. So it don't allow you to go beyond its grace. Can you say amen? Y'all got quiet. Let me, I'm going to have to get something encouraging. I thought this was encouraging. So, so you have to realize that in the spirit, somebody say in the spirit, it's yes and amen. 
That means the more that I stay in the spirit, God is saying, uh, since you know it's yes, declare it yes. Some things, though, if you say yes and you start it, that yes got to be consistent, which means you have to have the principles to reinforce the yes. So most of the things that you think you're struggling in, it had nothing to do about God accepting or denying. It had to do with you not holding the mode of that yes that he said. So who really destroyed it? Who really destroyed it? Not God. Not God. All his promises are. And I'm going to give you a secret and it'll shock you. You ready? Whatever you think, it's right. No, no, no. I know some of y'all heard motivational things say like that, but I, I want you to I want you to I want you to hear me. Whatever you think is right. I'm going to help y'all out this morning. You know what God showed me one day? He said, if you think you need this to do that, that's right. I'll make a way for that. <laughs> Maybe this is too early. I, I, I feel like I'm going to have to re, 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 revamp some things. Which means wherever your belief settles, God can make a way. But it doesn't mean that there wasn't another perfect will according to your faith that could have went away. Now, that don't mean that go, go walk around uh, 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 the mansions seven times today after service and say, God, I believe, I believe. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can, but I'm not saying that mean, that don't mean you're going to manifest it. Because this is not a manifestation of the flesh. This is a manifestation of the spirit. If it's not of you and in you, it's not yours yet. You're visiting. So God is saying, I need my body to understand. They prayed for me to pour, but they don't realize they don't have the skin for me to pour. They pray all the time, pray all the time, and they're thinking their prayers is qualification for promotion. And I'm trying to help them to understand your prayer is not the qualification for promotion. Your, your prayer was a qualification of knowledge. Because in the knowledge of God, it's by his grace we are saved. Let's read, let's read, let's read. Go to 1 Corinthians 15 for me. Watch this. 1 Corinthians 15, 10. Ready? But by the grace of God. By the what? By what? By the grace of God, I what? I am what I am. By the what? So you are what you are based on the, based on the, so not by your own. So there's nothing that you'll ever be unless the grace of God is given to you. Unless the grace of God has been manifested through you. Can you say amen? And his grace towards me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet I, not I, but the grace of God, which was what, which, which was with me, which means grace is the uh, a sign that I have a yes. I'm giving it to you now. Grace is the sign that grace is yes. Say, thank you, pastor, for telling me just straight. Grace is yes. That's the simplest way to put it. The problem is most Christians don't even know what grace is. 
You think grace is unmerited favor when you sin. Just unmerited favor. I messed up, but he just gave me grace. That's not grace, sweetheart. There is a grace. That's mercy. Definitions all over the place. The average church even know it. That's all right. I ain't talking about a church. You have to understand grace and mercy are different. Mercy gives you a chance to get into grace. Mercy shows you what Jesus did on that cross. If you had grace, you would have overcame. Somebody say active grace. There's a living grace, a salvation grace. This is the difference. There's the, the God that you're saved by. And then there's the God of grace that you need to live by. Which means you can be saved but live in hell on earth. Because you only learned the salvation God. You haven't learned the grace God. So God, I need you to understand that it is only by the wineskin of my grace. My grace is sufficient. And my grace is the power that you need to overcome everything in your life. If this is so true, how many of y'all heard grace messages? Question. Let me check the levels of how we've been moving. So do we really believe it's grace? And if, what type? Can you say amen? I want you to go with me to 2 Peter real quick. Let's see how we can grow in grace. How do we grow in grace? How do we grow in grace? Because it's grace. It's, 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 it's grace. It's grace. I am what I am because of the what? Because of the grace of God. I am what I am because of the what? How many of you know that's not a blanket statement? That's not some type of salvation uh, uh, um, um, quote that, that, that has nothing to do with that. Everything that you either overcome or you conquer or you're losing is according to how, you act, how you've learned to live in grace. When you're looking at any person who's learned to overcome any sector, you're looking at somebody who's, who has grace and learned how to manifest it. So the secret of it is, is grace. Grace is even better than a gift. Grace is better than a what? A gift. Which means wait for grace. Don't just don't let your gift fool you. What did I just say? Don't let your what? Your, how many of y'all know your gift can fool you? Your, your gift can sound like grace. Your gift can look like grace. And this is what's wrong with the majority of the body. I'm not talking about the body. We love the body of Christ. But I'm helping you to understand why uh, 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 we, we get so messed up with all of the things that's going on. It's because we've allowed gifts to be made manifested in places where grace is not abounding. And so you have to understand, if people don't know how to check for, a, for grace beyond your gift, you are... You, Don't promote me because of my gift. Show me how to walk in this grace. My heart cries out for the body of Christ because we're in the wrong conversations. We, we, we like to play. I don't, I don't have time. How many of y'all don't, don't, don't have time to play church? How many of y'all this morning say, I ain't got time to play church? You got to get tired of playing church to not get to, to get out of church, your mind of church. What is the church? The church is the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
So when we talk about church, I'm talking about getting out of the systems and the cycles and the modes of the way we're perceiving God versus what he wants you to understand. Can you say amen? So you got to realize that by his grace, you are that you are. And you're never going to become more until you understand how to grow in grace. Let's read the scriptures. Second Peter 1, 2 through 4. Here we go. Grace and what? Be what? To what? In the what? So where did grace come from? Where did grace come from? Knowledge of who? And what? Of our Lord Jesus Christ, which means if a man says he has grace, that means he knows something about God that you didn't know. It had nothing to do about how he operated in a gift. And usually they don't even know that either. One of the greatest challenges that I, I see, in, especially in this generation and the upcoming generation, and this is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, accusing or, 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 or um, um, bashing. I'm not bashing. I want you to hear me, though. There's a generation, and it's kind of like because you've seen your parents in certain levels of rebellion, we walk in what we think I know is. So we're not teachable. And I understand why you're not in a lot of ways, because when you try to trust somebody, a lot of times they have all the information. And when somebody act like they have the information and they didn't really have it, it caused you to get hurt. And it caused you to shut down. But I come to tell you that Jesus have more. Elijah, I got more than what you think I have. There are there are people who know what they're doing. There are realms of knowledge. There are realms of people who do have the knowledge of God and can bring you through the processes and the principles and the precepts that govern what you're trying to do. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? But the danger is, is for us to continue to stay where we are because we keep thinking we know what we don't know. It's so interesting. I talk to believers all the time. And your realm of knowledge, you think, we're, you think people are at the same place. In this room, we don't talk about Those things are normal in this room. That's a revelation to you. It's a what? So what's a revelation to you? Not always a revelation to somebody else. That's like me going to a millionaire and trying to talk about my business when he got a millionaire, million dollars, which mine was, oh, hallelujah. Let me go up a little bit. A billionaire. Yeah, mine is, oh, hallelujah. I ain't going to shot mine right there. A billionaire, I'm going to a billionaire and I'm talking. Like we on the same stage. That's what Christians do all the time. You know, God said, be quiet. God gave me a word. No, be quiet. I'm going to show you what you think God is doing. And I'm going to show you the key that can actually open the door for what God is doing. You say, what are you talking about? I'm saying some things that we are prophetically waiting for. God is saying, I already have. You just don't have a teachable spirit because you're not in the spirit. Okay. And if you're in the spirit, you have an ear to understand where I was taking you. So we're missing seasons because we're not teachable. I wish we were still shouting. I know I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a spark you with the chlorine. I'm a, uh, what is that called? Uh, shock you. I'm gonna shock you with chlorine, and then we're gonna swim with you. For you to go to the next level, you got to be open. The Bible says, buy wisdom and don't sell it.
we're too proud. We don't know what the next. We want to go pray. I don't mind your prayers, but you got to understand prayer is not justification for what you don't understand. You can shout, cry, dance. It's good. We need it. We what? It doesn't qualify you for the next realm of understanding. By his grace, it's multiplied in knowledge. In what? Which means when you know God in here, it should make you pray, not the opposite. So prayers, it's not a condition of your problem. Prayer is a revelation of who he is. Y'all got to hear me. We've made prayer a condition of problem. It's never, it's never our revelation of the next, revela next step of what we see in him. Sometimes. Many of you want change. How many of you want change in your life? Now, question, why you want change if God didn't want you to have change? I'm sorry, y'all talk, talk quickly. They say, oh, shoot, I should never said that. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, question. Why do you want change? Because you see something that's not fitting to the word. My question, now, now the question, if, if you see something that's not fitting to the word, who actually wants to change? Hold on. Because usually now you go in your own way to get it. Yet you just told me God wants to change because if God is in you and you say you're in Christ, now who wants to change? Whose vision is it? Whose calling is it? Yet you gave him that pity pat prayer to go try to conquer the grave. I'm not, I'm not saying that's passion. That's passion. I tell to my pastor, love you, pastor, love you. I'm just wondering because now you got principalities, powers, your grandfather devils, your grandmama devils coming after you. You got all these these things on ground. They're on ground. You got poverty. You got uh, um, selfishness. You got divorce. You got everything coming, rambling around your mind. And you got this mode of consistency. You try to break through because of what you heard Sunday. But God is saying, I need you to take that word. Stir up the gift inside of you. Put your cape on and let's war. Break out of this false sense of movement. It's false. That's why we fight for promotions. And you can't even show your grace. Okay, what school you go to? People don't like that. I know. I don't mind. Because it's not good for you. It's not what? You know, I'm the type of person, bring me the scripture that tells me it's good for me. I'm not that proud. I will bow. If, if you show me that was Jesus, I'm, I apologize. Sunday, we're going we're gonna to show your revelation. We're going to show what you saw. This is how we know it's pride. You don't have nothing to justify your decision. But some revelation that nobody knows. Because you got private interpretation. When your Bible said there is no private interpretation. But when you don't know the Bible, it's easy to get you off. I'm calling you for your destiny. I'm calling you for your what? And many people go political because you miss the spirit of the movement. And when you miss the spirit of the movement, you got to go political because now you got you to lean on a misunderstanding of what you didn't understand. God was trying to bring transformation through you. Can you say amen? So I want you to understand, God is trying to bring knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. 
Knowledge, knowledge multiply. Now, now the, the knowledge is what we are restricting. We, we, not, we, we don't want, we're, we're not learning as we ought to learn. Where you are today, depending on where you are versus where you want to be, is just knowledge. Can I teach y'all something? It's that simple, but it's that complex. I'll be honest with you. It's just knowledge. It's just what? How many of you were, were di a different place uh, six months ago? Okay, based on where you are, how did you get there? Knowledge. Now, now you look at that place and say, I don't even realize how, what, how I even was thinking like that. Question, but you used to defend it. You remember your attitude about it? You remember how people, many people you talked about when you was in that mindset? Did you repent for that? No, I'm saying, not saying you'd have to. We knew you, we knew you didn't understand. But but look how bold you were to defend was it what was what what wasn't even right. How many things are you defending that's not even right in you? Because we didn't understand how pain works in our being. Can you say amen? So God is trying to get knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. He's trying to get knowledge so you can learn to operate by grace. Stop trying to lean on your own understanding. Nobody cares what kind of scriptures you got in your head. Do you? Can you walk through the scriptures? Can you walk with the scriptures? And he walks with me. And he talks with me. I don't even preach making stories to you. I, I got, it got to be in my spirit. I'm not, I'm, I told you I'm not pastoral like that. It got to be in my spirit to even want to talk to you. There's no Bible story. You got to tr you be trained by the spirit. Somebody say by the spirit. You don't even motivate it. Prove it. You know, I'm studying by the spirit. You know what I thought of? How many messages they've been? If I ask them the last five messages and give me a, a breakout of what they learned, most people can't even do that. How many Sundays we've been through? Okay, tell me about grace. Tell me about mercy. Okay, tell me about faith. Okay, tell me about repentance from dead works. The average person can do that. Why? Because we haven't learned that we're hyper-focused. Okay. There's a hyper-focus to be something without the commitment of the someone. We're hyper-focused because we can check a box and say we did it. And it gives you endorphins to say, I feel good with God. And I'm not saying because when God comes in the building, how many of you know you can get the past, even if your insides are not right, you can get the past of the presence of God. Which means we can create a presence that you can have an encounter with, yet it's not your encounter because it's not your grace yet. So when you go home, you're going to get back into that system until you allow the presence to teach you how to conduct yourself to consistently reinforce the grace. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Come on, I'm talking to ambassadors this morning. I'm talking to ambassadors this morning. You got to be okay because some people like religion. Let them like it, but you get out of it. If people like that, let them like it. That's okay. They're going to go to heaven. Properly, I ain't taking them to hell, but you don't do it. And by the way, we all have some religious in, religion in us. I'm saying religion that 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 that's not that that violates the inspiration of the spirit. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? 
Religion is not bad because it, it, God allows us to tutor with the law. The law is a tutor. But when it violates the inspiration of the spirit and people are operating in it outside of the realms of understanding the spirit, the realms of understanding the what? The realms. There are realms of under. Realms of what? Before you go anywhere, you need to make sure that the person that you're being discipled by understand the realms. So when you're being discipled properly, we're not testing you on how many scriptures you know. So you can get that out your way now. They don't. Well, I thought I'd just keep studying these scriptures. You can study them. You need them. But you're not going to win because of how many scriptures you know. We're going to see how you live through these scriptures. We're going to see how can you how do you rightly divide these scriptures? How do you walk with the scripture? Can you say, man, that's what's good for you, because now it proves you have capacity to be the businesswoman and be the businessman. But yet you still cast out demons. You go to the office, you can conduct business, yet you go in the office casting out devils out of your boss. That's what God desires. Go into the system. Go into all the world and preach this gospel, not in just the church. So I need a wineskin from believers who are really ready to buckle down and really understand my heart for what I'm called to do. I, I want somebody to play my card. I want somebody to play my what? I, I want somebody to take the vision that I gave them and learn the grace that they need to walk this thing out. How many of you know God is a provider when he, 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 he provides for what he called? How many of y'all heard that before? He provides for what he calls for. He provides for what? Question. Why are we still having provision problems? I'm, I'm not, okay, I'm not, I'm not after you. But if he provides for what he, for what, are you saying that he's not calling for what you're doing? I'm just asking, no, 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 no pun intended. <laughs> but you said he provides for. So the problem is, do you discern what he's calling for? So he wants you to have a renewed mind so you can discern what he's calling for and let that control your whole life. Can you say man? Now, I want you to understand how many of you know there's dangerous dangers in presumption? Dangerous presumption. There's dangerous angers in presumption. I would say, you know, I feel like I feel like believers do the most assuming. I don't like assumption. I don't like what? You shouldn't like assumption either. Assumption is really at the helm of why we're mad at people. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because you assume, somebody say assumption. We assume about God, we assume about people, we assume, we assume, we assume. Why are you assuming? The reason why you're assuming is because you still believe the flesh prophets. They got quiet on me. I'm going to say it one more time. The reason why you still assume is because you believe the, the flesh profits. So you still have trust in areas of the flesh that people can make away. Where God said, only my grace is sufficient. If you knew that the flesh profits 
nothing, you will learn to not assume before people have the knowledge of what they said they're doing. So it's not that you rebuke them. You just let them lie to you long enough until they get it. <laughs> what did I just say? Oh, but you can't handle somebody lying to you until they get it. They're lying on purpose. They just believe in hearts of hearts. They know what they're doing. Because they are assuming. So the stumbling block of whatever taught them this behavior of continuing to assume. Something taught them. It's a learned behavior. It's a what? It's a learned behavior to keep assuming. That's why we get mad at it. Oh, you too old to be doing stuff like that. Who said they too old to be doing stuff like that? You're right in the age, but you're not right in the spirit. You're right in the, you're not right in the. So which one is first? It's not that that, that might not be true. It's affecting you. It's what? So if it's affecting you, you have to understand righteousness, justice wisdom you have to understand how to have mercy can you say amen now dangerous presumptions allow us to stay out of the knowledge of god you are only as as knowing as you have questions write that down you are only as knowing as you have questions most believers don't have enough questions yet so you don't know when people are discipling you they're trying to provoke questions they will never try to give you answers where you haven't answered a question you don't have the right questions yet. You got to have the right questions. You have the right, have the right questions in righteousness, in the things of God, in the realms of the spirit to help you understand. But, but, but this is why we don't have the right questions because we're not walking in the right spirit yet. We're not what? In the spirit, you by default should have questions. Is this all right? We're learning this morning. When, 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 when I, when even myself, when I'm talking to a lead, we speak on a different level. Why? I, I have spiritual questions. So he'll, he can bypass the, the, the lower level talking. He knows I, we, I know this level. So we know the first three rooms. Now we're talking about the fifth room. So we don't even, we don't, I don't have to go around that mountain. I don't have to go around that mountain. We can just start in this room. Oh, yeah, you know, I know, I know. What do you know? We're in, we in, we only in room one. We're in room one. You don't know we're in room one. We're in room one. What do you know? I need you to understand that God wants you to know by this spirit. Which means you have to conquer some things by the, which without you conquering some things by the spirit, we're not having the conversation that you think we're having. Because it's only by his grace that you are saved and it's only by his grace that you are that you are. So if I'm speaking to you outside of you operating in his grace, I'm actually not even helping you. So I got to get you out of carnality to even get you trained. Maybe this was too much. I wasn't trying to do this like that. I was trying to get it motivated and preach and have you shout and dance and all that stuff. But 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 it's coming out a little different. I, 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 I want you to understand it's only by his grace. I am what I am so if you're saying I'm going to grow in God that man is going to check you by grace 
Don't make it personal. You know, I'm going through, I'm going through. You, not them, not them. Them, I'm going to walk with them later. But you, how long did you pray? How long did you pray? Did you pray 30 minutes? Okay, don't call me until you pray 30 minutes. That's for you. That's for you. Not this one. Because I, I remember you told me you had a title. I remember you told me you knew this. So you, I want you to work it out in your spirit, man. Come back and report to me when you've done that, and let's see what God says. How can you grow when the devil got you so much locked in justification in a circular hold? Systems and cycles. Systems and cycles. CD systems. How many of y'all want to break systems and cycles? Systems and cycles. Cycles and systems. Just it's, it's, it's circumstances, system, cycle, circumstances, system, cycle, circumstances. So every pray, you've never been delivered to pray in God freely without your problem. God, how can God promote us and we still not freely pray outside of what we're perceiving as problems? When you are a carrier of the blessing, somebody say, I'm blessed. Somebody say, I'm blessed. Do you know you are a carrier of the blessing? You cannot help you understand what the, the adversary is doing to you right now. He's making you ungrateful that you have a blessing. Can you say, thank you, Jesus, that I carry the blessing? I'm a carrier of the divine blessing. I will not get tired. I say I don't care what I have or not have. That's why Paul said I can abound whether I have it or not. But His grace is sufficient. In fact, he went so far to say, "Your God shall supply all your needs." He already knew whether I abound or I obey. He wouldn't even put himself in that category, which means that was another room he was speaking from. You thought he was saying our God shall supply. He was saying I'm past that. Whether I abase or I abound, I already know where I am. He said, your God, he was encouraging you to know your God shall supply. He's saying, I already know. It doesn't matter what I have, whether I abase or I abound. His grace is sufficient, which means you're not thankful enough where you are. God is saying, I need you to learn to say thank you a little bit longer. Where I've done with you, I need you to start looking at what I've already given you. I need you to see the blessings that I've already blessed you with. Stop asking for more and thank me for where you are. Thank me for where you are. Thank me for where you are. You remember you asked me for this and I gave it to you. Keep thanking me for this. Keep thanking me for this. You can't even pray right until you come into a revelation. Thank you for where I am. That's what's wrong with our prayers. You can't even thank him. Thank you for the floor. Thank you for the, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Social media done tricked you so much that you feel like God is unfaithful because of what you're seeing with your eyes. And he's saying the problem is until you realize that you have a blessing inside of you. You're messing with what I'm trying to bring to you. You have to get to a place where you can thank him 
for everything that you have and start loving it. What that does is relieve you from need. You got to be relieved from me. That's why uh, uh, David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Why did he say that? He said, there's no way I can be in want and be in the spirit at the same time. Y'all got to hear me because he's learned to abase and learned to abound. That's why in Christ Jesus, it's yes and amen. Y'all got to hear me. It's yes and amen. So when you're not coming out of your prayer closet with a yes in your mouth, I need you to stay a little longer. Don't tell me you prayed and there's no yes in your mouth. There's still fear abounding in you. We need another, we need a revelation and a training of just how to pray. Be thankful. Be thankful. Before you tell him about what you're not, be thankful for where you are. Can you say amen? You got to be persuaded for this thing. You got to be persuaded. Go, go, go to Romans 8 real quick, 38, real quick. For I am persuaded. I'm persuaded. Y'all got to hear me this morning. I am persuaded. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor created things are able to separate us from the what? The love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You know what he's saying? You got to stay persuaded in your spirit. You got to stay stirred in your spirit and keep your eyes on the prize and the knowledge of God will run through you like water. Knowledge is grace. When you can see him as he called you to see, you got grace abounding. I don't have to try to work up a gift. I just am. I am. I am that I am because of the grace. I am. I am the grace because of the grace. Because of the grace. Because I've learned to say thank you. I've learned to stay in my thank you of what you brought me until you bring me into my next thank you. Y'all got to hear me. Stop acting like life is not a gift. Life is a gift. Life is a gift. Life is a gift. Life is a gift. I don't deserve anything. Life is a gift. And God has called you to steward, preserve, and protect the gifts that he gave you. How dare me? I'm talking about me. How dare me get ungrateful? How dare me feel like I deserve something? How dare me? How dare me? How dare me? How dare me? It's a gift. It's a gift. You got to believe that this is a gift. Your family is a gift. God gave it to you. You didn't give it to yourself. You got to understand. It's a gift. You'll be thankful to the next thankfulness. You stay winning. There's no way we should be losing. When I'm losing, that means I'm seeing too much in myself. Oh, y'all got to hear me. When anything is called a loss, I say the devil is a liar. I'm looking at too much of what I think I deserve. And my eyes are off the prize of his grace. I want to give you three things that's going to help you, and we're going to pray. On three things that's going to help you. 
to help you stay persuaded. Because you got to stay persuaded. Somebody say persuasion. How many of you know Abraham didn't consider? We're going to get to that. How many of you know he didn't consider? He didn't what? You know what the enemy does to us? He helps you to consider. And when you consider, you become self-aware. When you begin to consider, you become what? Self-aware. The goal is to make you self-governed. When you're self-governed, you get so mad at the church, you get so mad at everybody else, and you don't know it's a trick of the devil. So nobody's leading you, so you're trying to build your own centering. You're trying to discover your own calling. And there, there's no protection. you got to go down before you can go up, which means God got to build deep, deep roots. Everything that whoever you're called to or you're submitted under, they have to have a grace that you can glean to until your own is established. But it has to be enough where you can have open dialogue so you can learn. It has to be what? Open dialogue so you can what? Learn. But they're not interested in doing carnal things. They'll do that, but they, 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 they're going to push you in the spiritual language. Can you say that? So I want you to understand, you've got to stay persuaded. And many of us, you don't realize where you come from is too loud for you not to stay persuaded. It's not personal. You can't be like they was. you got to stay in the spirit. You don't know. Your mind ain't that. It ain't that. It ain't, how many of y'all know your minds ain't that, it ain't that easy for your mind? Come on, my mind get away from me quickly. I, I got to put a plate away or two. I got to put a plate away or two. I told y'all the story. I, I went to a pastor's meeting. I thought everybody was fasting. Boy, I had chicken and rice and gravy and mashed potatoes. I thought we were fasting here. Boy, I tried that the next week. I'm eating breakfast this morning. Yeah, that was back then. That ain't work out too well. He been trans I've been transformed by now. I can eat a steak and I can still flow. But I, 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 I want you to understand in your, in your stages, you got to know how your spirit works. Write that down. I must know how my spirit works. I got to know the conditions of my consecration that it's commensurate with my, my spirit man. If you don't know how your spirit works, you're going to be off every time. We don't have to guess. I'll tell you, you're going to call me next week, you're off. You don't know how your spirit works. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So you have to know what keeps you in the spirit and what gets you out of the spirit. And don't make it personal. Tell people I love you. It's not personal. I'm going to call you just from a distance, baby. Look at your neighbor. Just say, just from a distance. Just from a distance. Not your husband and wife. You ain't calling from no distance, but. There's just people just from a distance. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell cousin them, mama them, daddy them, uh, Susie them, uh, co-working them. No, we ain't going to the club today, baby. I'm getting my spirit together. Come on. I'm getting my mind together. I'm not letting another year go by because I've compromised my consecration to walk by the flesh where I should have been in the spirit and I missed the moment. Consecrate. Your body so that you can hear and see. Present your body as a living sacrifice. But don't sacrifice for sacrifice sake. 
I'm fasting. What did you get? Nothing. You fasted for sacrifice, just for fasting's sake. You are not going to tell me I can't eat and I'm not going to get something out of it. Y'all can play that game. I'm not playing it. If I'm especially a good meal, oh no, don't play with me. No, that's a double sacrifice, Jesus. You, you know, you know that pie was talking to me. You understand me? That sweet potato thing dipped in the gumbo. I'm sorry, I'm going too far. Stay in the spirit, huh? Y'all don't play with me. No, you and you have to have sacrifice commensurate with holding your mind together. You're not winning if people promote you, but God didn't promote you by the grace. Let your grace speak louder than what people say. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Let grace speak. Grace promotes. The way you look at a million dollars today is not how you're going to look at one when you're in it. The way you look at thousands today is not how you're going to look at it then. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because you shift into understanding what you actually are and what you actually need to function for what God has called you to be and become. Can you say amen? Okay, I'm going to give you these three and we'll close. I want you, there are three internal elements that you got to get uh, familiar with. Go to Hebrews 10, 21, last scripture. Hebrews 10, 21. Watch this. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart. With a what? Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and come to the altar. With a what? A true heart. Full of what? Uh oh, there go that assurance again. Full of what? Assurance of what? Faith. Which means, watch this, when you come to God with a true heart, a pure heart, watch this. There should be an assurance in, in your body, in your spirit. Okay? Okay? So, when there's assurance, there should be confidence. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, the Bible said, not this scripture. This is the confidence that we have in him, that we have eternal life. That means when you have assurance, confidence follows. So you, you're not speaking from fear any longer. There are things, sometimes if I get busy and there are things that I know God is moving in, I'll say, okay, I got to pray to get my spirit in line with what he's doing. I'm not praying for him to do it. I know he's going to do it. I'm just getting my spirit in line with, to agree with what he's doing. Jesus. <laughs> This, listen, listen, it's a difference in saying I'm going to pray for him to do it. But there's another facet where you live with God. And he said, no, 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 we don't pray like that. Kings seek out a thing. When you start talking on another level with God, he, he don't allow you. This is why many of your prayers are going to be changing and some of them are not going to be answered. Because you're speaking to him from an adolescent place that he said we grew up from. So if I let keep answering you like that, you're going to keep crying like that. You're going to learn to talk to me on another mature level. Because the way the way we're going to talk is like like, like we're going to talk like kings. I, 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 I'm helping somebody here. 
I don't know why God, I don't know why God haven't been speaking to me because you're trying to find him from where you came from and you keep, you keep cycling the way you knew him. I'm calling you today and tell you, God is trying to give you mature language with him. He say, uh, 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 you stop that. You know, you know, we know, you know, we know, we know, uh, uh, let, let's pray about what you need. Get your spirit together and let's have a mature conversation. Say what I'm putting your spirit. Start talking what I said. Stop finding things just to cry about. That's the old you. I used to answer you easily that way, but I'm not answering you no more like that. I need you to find the mature you out of who I'm calling you to be. That's not for everybody. That's not for everybody. That's not for everybody. Oh, yeah, your prayer will change. Y'all don't understand. My prayer used to be real good with God. I cry everywhere. That's why I say I cry better than everybody in here. Then one day it wasn't working. And then the next day it wasn't working. It's not that my spirit wasn't right. It just still didn't feel. I know when God, I know, I know when that thing. And he said something to me. He said, why are you still trying to pray like that towards me? I say, stop playing with me. And then it changed. He said, now when you come to me, you come like a king. You, you, you know how we talk. You okay. When you on that, he said judgments even change. You I don't even judge you the same way. This is Bible. He said, he said, he said, you're gonna judge yourself. Those who learn to judge themselves are not judged. Which means he looks at commensurate judgment, which means we even know how to balance our judgment against ourselves properly and put ourselves in the right position to make sure that we walk by the spirit. So you have to know the language of your season, because if you're crying on a point that you're supposed to be speaking. It, it was waiting for your words to be made manifested. But because you're used to the cycle of behavior. So you got to know the shifts of the spirit. Your spirit man should be teaching you. This is how we're walking today. This is how we're walking from now on. Can you say amen? He's built. What, what is he doing when he does that? He's saying, okay, you're used to this. I'm building you a new capacity. And in this capacity, you're going to do silent, which you used to have to do screaming. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you think it it's going to start going in play as soon as you think it as you think it i'm agreeing with what you said all right that, that, that's another conversation there are three internal elements three internal elements number one conviction write it down conviction god is calling us even if you come in and you feel like you're not right with God. The environment that you come in in the presence of God, he's saying, I'm bringing you to conviction. I don't want you to go into condemnation, but I want you to be convicted to change. Don't go into what? Condemnation. Because my love has dealt with the condemnation. That's why I came. But I want you to go into conviction for change. 
That means don't say you know. Don't tell me you know about what you think you know about me or what you think you need to be to even me to accept you. Stop doing that. The fact that you're still where you are shows that you already don't know me in that area. And that's okay. That's why I'm introducing you to me through conviction. Can you say amen? So the first thing we have to do is allow God to convict our spirit. How many know conviction works in realms? You can be convicted because of a piece of paper on the ground where other won't. But if you don't pick it up, that was on you. You sinned against that paper. <laughs> you sinned against God. You said the paper? Yeah, you see how you walk past it? But you see how your conscience caught it? You see how your conscience caught it? God was trying to train you, because you, but you keep justifying your old church. It's going to be, we're going to pray when we get home today. All right. I know how you, you use those lower courts justifications and you violate the supreme judgment that God is trying to train you in. You're not called because somebody called you. You're called because God is trying to call you. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? I don't care if the biggest man of God in the city wanted to promote me into something. I won't go unless God called me there. What am I saying? It's not people calling. By the spirit, by his grace, I am what I am. Are y'all hearing me? So number one, conviction. Number two, surrender. Once there's conviction, God is asking you, to, are you willing to surrender what you know for what I need to, what I'm trying to show you? That's why the spirit is quick, it's powerful, sharpened into its sword. Uh, it's discerning your thoughts in, in, in the heart and, 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 and separating between soul and marrow. He's trying to show you him versus you, what you think versus what he thinks. And he's saying, submit to what I'm trying to show you right here. Submit right now. No, no, no. This thing in you is wrong. Submit right now. And for you who say, well, even if I submit to that, like the rest of my life is going to choke out what I'm submitting to. I'm telling you, if God called you to this submission, he's working out the rest of your life, too. How many of you know that we have manufactured problems? Oh. Hmm. I wasn't trying to go. I know we out of time. I know you're ready for your gravy and rice. I, how many of you know we have manufactured problems? That's what a culture does to you. You know what manufactured problems is? Sometimes we choose and we feel like we don't have choices. But your choices is based on what you want, not what you need. So it's hard to be thankful for what, what, what I felt like I chose. It's kind of like God will show you, I have this way. Because he makes a way of it. Uh-oh, now y'all know it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. See, God always makes a way of escape. It's not that he don't. It's that you have manufactured a way. Because you don't want that way and you don't think God will bring you that way because what you keep declaring, not knowing that your spirit haven't spoken to that yet. But I declare your spirit, man, is going to start speaking to the things. Yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? Which means, watch this, listen to me, for everything that you're desiring out of God, 
He's saying, I have it for you in these, yes, and amen, unto the glory of God. Now, what you have to do is understand the knowledge that's needed that's commensurate with you holding that, that's, that, that, that I have that in me. All things are Christ. All things are God. And he's restoring everything to himself in heaven and on earth, the Bible says. You know what that means? Right now, many of you, don't raise your hand. If you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? Many of us think we'll fix our problem. Now, this is interesting. This is interesting. Let me not go there. Let me, let me say 50,000. Because some of y'all start sweating and I, I just, I need you to listen to me. Let's say 50,000. Okay? Now, it's interesting because you think that's going to help you. And I'm telling you right now, because grace is not speaking in the stewardship of money in you, it'll go as fast as it came. They done got quiet on me. They don't like me no more. I see. I see. I see. It'll go what? So you have to understand what's in you. The Bible says if the light that's in you is actually darkness, how great is that darkness? My God. And so these areas in you is making you think it's this, but it's actually that. So what's happening is when you actually have the time to extract from God, build your spirit, man, so you can be a carrier of what you're trying to get. You're wasting time. You're wasting time. Three hours on social media, four hours on watching movies, and you're calling out to God. And God is saying, did you miss that? We, we, I wanted you to spend time here. Whenever God calls, you got to wake up your spirit, man. There are things that when God says it, that means he's making movements. You got to align your spirit to agree so you can keep the yes and amen. Y'all y'all missing this. I know I'm, I'm, I'm inviting you into my life. You got to keep the mind of yes and amen. There are times God will wake me up three o'clock in the morning. And it's like I got strength, like the day is ready. And say, what, what am I doing this here? Oh, pray, pray, pray. You remember I showed you? Yeah, pray through that. I need your spirit to align to agree with what I'm saying. Align, because if you miss the alignment, your doubt in you is going to make y'all decisions to be miss. You're going to misalign the decisions that was supposed to be aligned with, with, with faith. But because you're not in the spirit, you're going to take a lesser where I was trying to establish a greater. So when a problem arise, your spirit would have told you this is an assignment. But because you're not in the spirit, it didn't tell you that. It told you, well, let's do a detour. And that detour stopped what I was trying to do. How many detours the body of Christ is into because you don't understand the spirit realm? I'm always shocked. I'm always shocked. Say, God, based on where we come from, we're not supposed to be where we are. I'm always shocked. I'm always, I still look at my house. I don't even know. I don't even know. 
You, you think I know. I don't know. I'm just obedient. Yeah, I got a degree, but I didn't do it. I didn't even use it yet. Sorry, no pun intended. I haven't even used it. I ain't got a dollar for it yet. But I ain't in debt from it either. Oh, glory to God. I'm sharing with you when you align in the spirit. Stop looking at the house and the money. That's not what it's about. It's, I'm trying to tell you, you need to get your spirit prepared for what God is trying to do in your life. He's trying to put you in a yes and an amen, but you got to hold it when he put it in you. Tell somebody, hold the mold. Tell somebody, hold the mold. You're losing. You got to hold the mold. Jesus said yes already. So you should be preparing for what the yes said. <laughs> Jesus said, I'm, I'm going to stop here. Jesus said, I'm bringing you, Moses, and the children of Israel to the promised land. But there was some water. I got my pass. And after me. But I got resistance before me. And that ain't no little resistance. Y'all talking about some water, some seawater. I got resistance ahead of me. But I got my past following me. If I go back to my past. I, can't, I don't even know if I'm going to get out of slavery. But my future is ahead of me. But the water is too high. So Moses grabs his stick. And he starts to pray. He starts to what? Show child I brought did it be cotton did it be true. And God, God said, Moses, why are you trying to have this conversation with me when challenge comes? When I've already put it in. I walked through this pattern. So you already know. Why are you your lid and put that stick down and open that seat. What what open the thing? Why do you come praying to me when everything that I've taken you through was through prayer? This is not the point just to pray. The fact that you're telling me this is the fact that you have the ability to open it up. Lift your hands. I'm opening, I'm open, I'm open. Come on, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open. Many of us are afraid of the water and you're going back to what God is saying to you today. I'm bringing you to a new season. Keep going through, keep going through, keep prevailing. Cut up my sheep. Say what I said. Do what I did. Do what I know, know what I did already. There's a time to pray. And there's a time to declare with that prayer. There's a time to pray. How I must show time. But then there's a time to declare with that prayer. Once you make movement in the spirit, 
You got to know how to use what you have spiritual, how to multiply that in the earth. You got to know how to manifest that thing. When you have a spiritual capacity, that's why faith is the substance. It's the what? You guys, listen, listen. Get out of, get out of your religious mind. You got to know how to use substance. You win with substance. You win with substance. You get substance, you get excited, you go back home. What do you win with? If he's telling you this is living substance, it's mean it's transferable. Uh, yeah, I'm missing. It, it means it's transferable. When you walk in any substance, the radiance of your body, that's why the Bible says he quickens your mortal flesh. In the spirit, your, your, your flesh is quickened. Your what? When you go in the spirit and you walk in the spirit, your mind is stayed on that. You can do a lot of things with that substance. The substance, watch this, requires now for you to start declaring from it. Now you go into declaration. Now you what? Now you declare it so. Until you learn how to go in the spirit and sign contracts, I know it's foreign to everybody here. I, 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 know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's all right. We're going to learn. Until you know how to go in this. Paul said, my spirit was with you. <laughs> I was in your room. I saw you. Just because we know how to travel don't mean that we don't see or we don't talk about it. You have to understand how the spirit realm works. Why you believe a witch can travel, but you don't think the spirit of God make you? Look how much trust you have. You have to understand how grace works. I am what I am because of the grace of God. Stand to your feet if you can. Thank you. Number three. <laughs> Tell them thank you after service. Number three was confidence. It's it's. So we got conviction, surrender, and then what? Confidence. When you surrender with a pure conscience, and I didn't really finish that scripture, you have to understand, the Bible says, watch this, watch this. The Bible says have faith in a pure conscience. So how many of you know faith is not enough? How many of you know the Bible says faith is not enough? You say have faith in a pure conscience, which many have become defiled. Many have what? They become defiled. So, so faith, even if you have faith and you say Jesus' name, but you, you're double thinking. He's saying you don't have a pure conscience. God, I believe it, I believe it. But in your mind, your conscience is seared. So instead of declaring first, stir up the gift inside of you. See God. Agree with him. And now when your mind is with him, and you can sense your spirit man activated somebody say grace activated when you sense grace activated you're gonna sense that confidence is your portion <laughs> God was not empowering you for no reason 
If you have something going on with your children, get empowered and lay hands on them. Do what? Get empowered and lay hands on them. Do it and do it again. And do it again. And do it again. My children laughing by now, but I, I hit them in the stomach, all kind of stuff. I practice my power. Come here. Yeah. Oh, that one, you next. Come here. <laughs> they line up in. <laughs> you, you, you got to know that your inheritance is grace abounding and the blood is speaking. The what? You, as for you and your house, you need to serve that Lord. Serve the Lord. This morning, some of you, God is restructuring you. Listen, he's re... But this is the thing, this is the thing. It's, it's going to be challenging because it's new information. It's what? You have to stay teachable. Through the process of learning your spirit man and how it works with this realm are y'all hearing what i'm saying you got to know how it works with this realm what you might think is evil right now might not be evil for somebody else you know people talk like oh yeah you know i can go do this but you know god wouldn't like that for you because that's where you are that's your knowledge. But you can't put that on everybody else. Christians talk like that all the time. The big old paintbrush on everybody. It don't work like that. God can let somebody work five businesses, make this type of, but you're still in the one. And that's fine. But don't make that evil because you can't do it. Grace is abounding there. And don't, 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 don't be so focused on it either. Don't make it an idol. Some of you, 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 you got to get your spirit together before you start watching YouTube. You, get, you, you start idolizing things too fast. Some of y'all say church got to be over right now, right now, right now. You, you need to turn it off. Your spirit not strong enough. Facebook, put it on the back app. Your spirit is not what? You're not strong enough. Every time you look at that stuff, you was in the spirit. You were singing a good old song, washing them dishes. You was on your plate. And then you start clicking. And you just said, I'm about to go pray after I wash this plate. And then you found yourself on YouTube, on Facebook. How many of you ever got stuck? Can y'all be, how many of you ever got stuck? My hand is up. How many of you ever got stuck? And you're like, how in the world did I get here? This age is one of the most challenging ages to live in. This is why it got your attention. And whatever has your attention has your intention. Whatever your, has your what? Has your what? Which means it has the greatest influence over you. It has a what? Which means, even if God is trying to open up you for who you're actually called to be, you're so frustrated of what you're not because of what you see.
that you don't, you don't even you can't consider that God is going to grace this thing in you to bring to the world. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You are not here just to be here. You were bought with the price, saints. Men, you were bought with the price. You're not married just to be married. Get your house in order. Teach your wife the word of God. I say teach your wife the word of God. You be the influence over her life. Walk your family through the word. Don't live purposely. Pur don't live purposeless. Rise up. Be a spirit-led man. And make money for your family by the spirit. I said make money. Y'all don't like that. Make money, men, by the spirit. Make money by the spirit. Well, we don't like that in church. Look at you. Make money by the spirit. Rise up in your spirit, man. Ask God. Give me the vision. Give me the ideas. Make money. Be a blessing to your family. Don't bring destruction to your family. Your spirit, man, is not just to get you a ministerial position. Take care of your family first. Use that spirit to govern your household. Govern it. Things get out of order. Stop looking at your wife. Get your spirit, man, in order. And say, this is what we're going to do. Can you say amen? Some of you are asleep. Your wife don't like you sleep. Wake up. Wake up. It's not motivating. You're not motivating her. She married a warrior. She didn't marry a man just with a job. A job is temporary. Your spirit man is your calling. Yo, don't you sleep with a job. I said don't you sleep with a job. No, stay with your job. Don't you leave it until you know yourself in the spirit. Don't bring destruction to your family. But don't you stay with it. As if that's your life, unless God made it. She need you to be convicted by the Spirit. I say she need you. How many of you know we're putting things in order? I don't know about you. I say we're getting things in order. We got to get these houses in order. And we got to help these single mothers. I say we're going to help them, which means we need abundance. We need abundance. But don't you let this life put you to sleep to pay some bills. Bills are not motivating to spirit men. They're only as motivating as me taking care of my house. But I'm supposed to have purpose in me. And purpose governs everything. Purpose makes your wife need it. Purpose, wait, make what? Without purpose in you, man, you don't even feel, you, you're going you're gonna to fall for her, and she wants to fall for you. you got, you're supposed to be led by purpose. Driven by purpose. When you have purpose, it makes them, I don't care how much money women make, they're looking for purpose. Where are we going? What God is saying. 
I don't stay asleep. Wake up. You know, my wife get up real early to pray. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't let her beat you in prayer. It's not a competition. Y'all all right? I didn't say it was a competition, but you need, to, you need to stay on your, you need to know what God is saying. Get out of this passivity. That's what the devil is doing, is destroying a generation and making men weak, feeble. We're sleeping while the adversary have plans for your children. Boys can't even do a strong handshake. They don't even grip the, they don't even grip the hand. The average man know how to grip the hand. I don't like weakness. I said I don't like weakness because we're supposed to be strong in the spirit. Get up, let my back hurt. Get up, pray. You know I don't just feel good. Pray, your body gonna feel better. You got a headache? Pray, pray your headache away. Is this all right? I said, is this all right? You have to understand that you hold the foundation of that spiritual altar of your household. Some of you men, you got to understand you have the spiritual altar of your family, your mother and your father. God have them alive because of you. He cares about you. Ladies, same thing. Pray. Women, pray for your husbands. Pray for them. How many of y'all know prayer works? Be appreciative, but pray. God, make him wake up in the morning. He don't know why he up. But you know what? Wisdom. I think God is telling us to pray. Oh, y'all hear me? God is trying to arise and make sure you don't leave this earth without the extension of that blessing to pass on. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Life is a gift. And I don't know about you, but I want to die empty. Uh, y'all got to hear me. I want to die empty. Paul said, I was poured out like a drink offering. Y'all got to hear me. <laughs> I've been poured out like a drink offering. Something's going to shift, change. Don't get frustrated. Get back on the wheel. You got eternal life. Stop making this like the end of your life. Amen. Somebody say, I got eternal life. Come on, you can go out with a smile today. I'm, I'm, I'm eternal. Oh, shoot. Thank you, I don't die. <laughs> that's exciting news. Come on, that's exciting news. It don't matter what happens right now. I'm eternal. I'm eternally is. I don't have to, I won't die. Are y'all getting that? Stop being afraid. You got your whole life. Afraid of what? I'm on assignment. Somebody say I'm on assignment. I'm on assignment. Single mothers, you have an assignment. Those children are your assignment. And then put your shoes on. Say, baby, you know what? Ain't no excuses here. Come on. We're we, we going to make sure. We know what the Spirit of God is saying for this house. And we're going to grab arms with every support system that God provides. God is making a way. 
You have eternal life. And he's looking for ambassadors. Stop playing these religious games. Stop it. Just get out of it. Say, in the name of Jesus, God, I'm for you. Uh, me and you, I'm for you now. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. These are decisions. You got to hate what's wrong. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I don't like weakness. I'm not, I don't like weakness. Don't tell me it can't be done if God said it can. Don't tell me it can't be. You, you, don't do that. You, you're going to provoke me to find out it can in the spirit of God. God is calling you to rise up, to rise up, to rise up. Don't you compromise what God put inside of you. Men, you're crying deep in, within. Our men are crying deep within. You don't know it, women. That's what they're really doing. They desire a father to lead and guide them. But this morning, God is establishing them to know that he is there for them. I say he's there for you. And you're going to look upon the hills which come in your help and know that your help come from the Lord. You're going to learn to walk by the Spirit and live. And live. Have an answer. Have an answer. And lead and guide your household. Father, I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice, that you are anointing and appointing them to see their high calling. We bind every compromise, every lie, every distortion that you did not design for their lives. Father, I pray right now that you bring restoration of heart and mind, a vision, a vision. Come on, we won't cast off the restraints. We won't cast off the restraints. We won't cast off the restraints. I pray, God, you restore vision in this house. Vision in this house. Come on, awaken the vision. Awaken it. Awaken it. There are businesses in here. Come on, there, there, there are callings in here. Some of you, you keep thinking it is about you. Somebody's waiting for your product. Somebody's waiting for your spirit. Your spirit is a carrier of an answer. I said, your spirit is a carrying of an answer. You keep making it about you. And you don't know a family is waiting for your voice. Our children are waiting for your voice. Somebody's waiting for what God put in your spirit. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for you to manifest. To come in alignment with God's vision. We give you the praise. We give you the praise. God is sourcing vision this morning. God is sourcing vision this morning. He's going to source vision. You're not too old and you're not too young. You're not too old and you're not too young. I pray this morning that vision be erected. Oh God, you don't need faith if you don't have vision. You don't need faith if you don't have vision. So we break every limited belief in us today. Come on, we break those limited beliefs in us today. And I pray that you walk in the newness of life. For it's by grace, it's by his grace that you are. 
I pray every demonic cycle is broken. We rebuke it now. Lift your hands. We rebuke it now. Rebuke means to put a stop to it. When I say rebuke, I mean I stop it now. So I rebuke it now. I put a stop to your cycle. I said I put a You are not going to give that to your family. You are not going to continue on this, this, this road. Your children will not inherit this. They're going to inherit the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ. We break shame off of you people this morning. We break guilt off of them this morning. Come on, that hurt and pain that we've been hiding around. God is saying, I want you to give it to me. Give it to me. Let me take care of you. For I am with you. I've never left you nor forsaken you. And my word is true. Oh, Father, I ask you to touch everyone under the sound of my voice. Restore us. Restore our visions. Come on, let the mothers and let the women prophesy. Come on, let the men dream dreams again. Let them have visions again. Come on, some of you, you wives, you're going to be, God is saying he's going to restore you too. You're going to start prophesying to your family. You're going to start prophesying to your household. You're going to speak the word over your husband. You, you're going to repeat to him what he, God told him. You're going to repeat to him what God told him. You're going to repeat to him what God told him. And you're going to live in this freely. Speak the word. Some of you are single. You're not going to be single for long. Get your provisions ready. Get your provisions ready. Get your provisions ready. Don't you doubt God. Don't you doubt God. Let him have his way with you single. Let him have his way with you single. Give him your time. Give him your life. Give him your life. Give him your life. Don't you sell yourself short. I said, don't you sell yourself short. You're worth way more than that. You're worth way more than that. You're worth way more than that. Don't you compromise with yourself. You were bought with a price. And your body is a living. You're, you're a living child of God. Don't you sell yourself short. But Father, we pray and we thank you for your grace being multiplied upon your people this morning. Have your way over their life. For one minute, I want everybody to open up your mouth and pray that. Come on, pray it in. Pray it in. Out of your belly. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. I am what you say I am. I can be what you said I can be. I can do what you said I can do. Come on, I was bought with the price. Thank you for the gift of life. Come on, just be thankful. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of life. I might have had a bad hand, but the rest of my life is going to be a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
We don't, some people don't know your story. But what God is doing with you, His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. You're going to be the father that you never had. You're going to be the mother that you never had. You're going to be a family man. That You're going to be that which you've never had. You're going to be that. Speak the word. Hey. Come on. Come on. Pray. We give you praise. Yes. 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 Hey, hey. We give you praise. You will not sleep on this. You will not sleep on this. If God said it, he's going to perform it. Forgive us, God, for sleeping on what you gave us. Forgive me for sleeping. I thought it was mine, but I realize it's yours. We're going to manifest. We give you praise. Out of your belly, let it flow. Out of your belly, let it flow. Come on, the cycle breaks now. The cycle breaks now. Some of you, you shouldn't be tired. You got things to do. You got work to do. Get in the spirit. As for me and my house, declare it over yourself. We're going to serve the Lord. Hey. Come on, pray over your family. Pray over your wife. Pray over your husband. Pray over your children. We will be carriers. <laughs> yes, God. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes, yes, yes. We give you praise. 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 